Greetings to everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day. My name is Maggie Cavanaugh. I am the host of Keeps Your Best Life. And I am here today with a dear friend, brother in Christ, David Robertson. David, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you so much, Maggie. Glad to be here. Well, you know, I'm super excited to have you here because for those of you all that do not know, when I relocated to Murfreesboro, Tennessee in 2005, is that right? Oh my God. No, 2015. There we go. No, 2005, David. I'm having a break. Wow. <laughs> wow. David Robertson is one of the first people I met. And I am so forever grateful for him and his wife and the entire family because they just adopted me. I remember my first Christmas in Murfreesboro. They, uh, Monica's like, you got to come over. And I hung out with them that night. And it was such a big transition to move to a new state, but to be welcomed into a community. And over the years, we have served together in different leaderships in different churches and on committees together and spoken conferences together. So David is more than just uh, somebody I'm interviewing. David is my brother. Brother, and I love him dearly. Some of you know him as Pastor David from Christian Life Church in Murfreesboro. Some of you know him as David the Coach. And we're going to cover that a little bit in the broadcast. But first, David, I would like for you to share with the audience just a little bit about you. Well, thank you, Maggie. And, and thanks to your viewing audience. It's, it's just so good to be with you this morning. And I hope I say a few things that will be an encouragement to like everybody. So about me, you know, I'm, uh, I'm married to my very, very smart wife, uh, Dr. Monica Robertson. Uh, she is a, uh, a, um, she's has a, uh, um, you know, a founder of the way station counseling center. She has a PhD in biblical counseling. That's what I was trying to, to get. And she's written a couple of books. So she's really a smart cookie and I'm so thankful to be married to her. And together we have uh, uh, our little leap day baby, Abigail Grace. She was born on leap day. So she's, I guess she's seven years old today. Uh, so some of your viewers already did the math. So she's 28, our adult <laughs> daughter. And uh, yeah, and so, um, you know, I just, uh, I'm you know, triathlete. I like to do the swim, bike, run thing. And, you know, uh, and so I'm, I'm really pursuing a, a, an educational degree that's really important for me. I already got a master's degree from Middle Tennessee State and an EDS from the University of West Georgia. But Maggie, right now I'm pursuing my AUG degree. Oh. And that is my approved unto God degree, a workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing or correctly handling the word of truth. I've never been more hungry for the word of God and, and, to, and to discover what does it mean to be a fully developing follower of Jesus myself. And so I'm able to express that, um, you know, uh, as a pastor, you know, one of the joys of my life is to be the care pastor at Christian Life Church, fantastic pastor and wonderful team there. And so uh, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Well, I'll tell you, it's so wonderful to hear about that because I love what God is doing through you and for you. And we certainly um, love everybody at Christian Life Church, you know, Pastor Ron Kerdoff and everybody. If you guys are watching, shout out to y'all. But David is actually, aren't you kind of, I know over the years, and this is kind of personal, we're just going to be wrong real here because the whole purpose of what David does is to help you go farther and faster in your walk. But in order to do that, you have to be transparent. So David, you have a little bit of a trial that you've been dealing with. Can you talk to the audience? audiences about that? Yeah, you know, I, I have a, a personal challenge, but not not unlike everybody else does. I've um, I've got an incurable eye disease called retinitis pigmentosa or RRP for short. And and it's, um, you know, I'm badly blindness right now. 
And so, and, and you know, I have my problems, you have your problems. In fact, I just shot a YouTube video yesterday on finding your joy when life gets hard, you know. And, and uh, what I've learned, Maggie, is, is really there's, there's about four different ways you can look at it. I talked about this in the YouTube video I'll release in a couple of weeks. You know, first of all, we can, we can cry about it. Right. And, and I, that's legitimate. There's there's some sorrow associated with the bad, hard, rough stuff that happens to us, especially in this covid pandemic situation. A lot of us have lost things. We just lost my mother in law to covid a month ago. Right. People lost jobs and educational opportunities and all of that. I get that. So you cry about it. But listen, if you if you don't uh, control that discouragement, you can down, you know, you know, devolve that into depression and go down into the matrix. And that's a problem. So you can cry about it or you can cuss about it. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are angry, you know, with our uh, elections and the political divide and, and all the racial tension. You know, a lot of people are just angry. But, you know, the Bible says that uh, a man's anger doesn't bring about the righteous life that God desires. Or you can just cope with the situation or, or the, the hand you've been dealt. You say, well, you know, it is what it is. and I am who I am. I'm always going to be this way. And so and some people get comfortable in their identity with addiction or uh, a disability, like with me, my eyes. And so this may explain me, but it doesn't define me. Right. But the last thing is I, another way that you can do, and this is what I would recommend to your viewers, Maggie, and that is you can capitalize on it. Okay, so this isn't the path that I would have chosen, but nevertheless, it's the journey that God has me on. So it's like, you know, there, there's there's bad questions and there's better questions. The bad questions that I would ask myself in this challenge situation and your viewers in their situation. And that is, you know, why? Why me? Why this? Why now? Why did my mother-in-law have to die to COVID and all of that kind of stuff? Listen, there's no easy answer to those questions. The better questions are, okay, what does this make possible? Okay, what, how is God going to get glory out of even this? And who would I meet and encounter and cross paths with that I never in a million years would have had I not been in this unique situation? And so I just want to encourage people because everybody's going through a hard thing. Yeah. Okay, but, you know, let's capitalize on that and let's consecrate that to the Lord Jesus. And he's going to help us to pivot in such a way that's going to advance his kingdom cause. Amen. 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 I don't know about y'all, but I am encouraged. So if you're encouraged, I want you to share this broadcast out with your viewers. If you are watching this on uh, Creative Motion Network, listen, we've got some news for you. So you need to gather the men in your house. I don't care if they're sons, brothers, brother-in-laws, uh, whatever the case may be, you need to send them this video because we're going to talk about something really important. And David has a free gift for the men that are watching this. And I am super excited about it. It is uh, my virtual mentor. David launched officially this year he's been in a in a you know a prior launch last year and i had the opportunity to, to go through the material and see everything and i was just floored i was floored i was like david this is the biggest tool uh you know how some guys have those little bitty tool cases that are about this big you buy at walmart maybe 20 bucks and you got your hammer and your basic stuff in there we all need our basic stuff right david has one of those that when you walk in the garage there's all these drawers and there's all these cabinets and there's so much information and tools for you to go further farther and faster in your walk with the lord so let's talk about my virtual mentor well you know you know we, we talked about um you know, my challenge. Um, and, you know, there really are, Maggie, benefits to 
bad stuff happening to good people and advantages to adversity. And my virtual mentor was birthed out of that. You know, my pastor, Ron Cardall, he pastored me so well. When I, three years ago, I lost my ability to drive. My, my eye disease is degenerative and it came to the place where I have tunnel vision. And now the last three years, my, my central vision is uncorrectably blurry. Everything's blurry. So uh, my pastor helped me to transition from full-time pastoring at the church to part-time and from working on campus to working out of my home. And in that, that period of time, three years, he was help, able to help me to pivot, to find and reframe. Uh, well, you know, I don't think God's done with us just because we have a problem. That's right. Okay. And, <laughs> and so uh, I didn't sit at home, you know, watching Dr. Oz and you know, the wheel of fortune, the price is right. I'm just sitting there thinking, all right, God, here I am. What are the possibilities? What do you want to do? And I begin to just, just, you know, think about the. I just did 21 day challenges with guys at Chick-fil-A. I'll just tell you straight up. That's what I did. I meet with up to seven guys at Chick-fil-A and we do these three week challenges. And man, I tell you, I got so much traction out of that. And then, and then the Lord began to just work it into my spirit that, you know what, why don't we just take this outside the four walls of the church? Our pastor is always pointing us into the mission field. And so, uh, you know, so I said, well, let's, let's, you know, get in the eco space, the, you know, on the internet, everybody's there anyway, especially in the COVID year, right? We've all had to go there. And so I created an online platform to lead men to go further, faster in their faith. Look, I got a camera, I got some lights here, you know, I got some plants in the background, you know, what the heck. And the Lord is able to do with little, you know, do so much more if we just bring what we have. And so my virtual mentor, I've created a step-by-step -step journey for men that are spiritually hungry um, to lead them to become fully developing followers of Jesus, you know, and to do it uh, in, in a way using a framework um, that, that's, that's really unique uh, uh, called 21 day challenges. So, and this is for men that are, uh, you know, that, that need, you know, a, like a jump start in uh, toward positive change in their spiritual life. Because men, you know, sometimes, you know, they get bored, they get hurt, they get wounded, you know, they get uh, busy with life and, you know, they need uh, a jump start, kind of like a dead battery on a car, you know, it's hard to crank on a, on a cold morning like it is here in Middle Tennessee, right? Um, and so, you know, they need a power tool, something to jumpstart positive change in your life. And that's what I've discovered that a 20 one day challenge is. And we feature that uh, on on my virtual mentor. I'm so excited because one's coming up March 1st, right? Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to I'm trying to get, a, you know, 100 men, you know, uh, different kinds of men, too. You know, Maggie, uh, you know, maybe maybe you're you're watching this or or you're a lady watching this and you care about a man, you know, it's your, it's your husband, it's your boyfriend, it's your son or stepson, it's, it's your dad or grandfather, or it's your coworker, you know, or, you know, every woman has some guy in their life that they would want them to go further, faster in their faith. You see, and people want that, but they don't quite know how to do that uh, all the time. It's not intuitive. It's a little bit countercultural. Uh, and so I'm, I'm looking for men who, are they're hungry for God, but they want to go deeper, or maybe they're a new believer and they really don't know what a discipleship plan looks like for them in their life context. Uh, okay. Or maybe they're coming back to the Lord after being away from the Lord, you know, they just got busy and, 
and and all of that. And now they're coming back. Maybe they've rededicated their life to Christ, or maybe they're just kicking the tires, you know, and said, you know, I want I'm open to explore the Jesus thing, but I'm not quite sure where to go. Well, listen, I have a compass to locate where a man is and where God wants him to be. And then I've created a map to their best spiritual growth year ever. And it's all within a 21 day challenge framework. Okay. And so, yeah. Um, and so. There is um, so much to be said about a 21 day challenge. I know that, you know, it's taking that short term stuff into the long term. So can you talk about some of the benefits of it? Well, you know, you talked about taking the short term into the long term that uh, there there's, there's really some, um, uh, you know, a 21 day challenge. There's, there's like a, uh, a physiological reason why 21 days is remarkable. Uh, some of you viewers may be familiar with Dr. Carolyn Leaf, you know, a uh, Christian uh, brain neural uh, neuroscientist. Brilliant. And she says it takes 21 days for a short term memory to go into long term memory. OK. Yeah. And and so that's important. Uh, then there's kind of like a spiritual reason. 21 days. You know, Daniel, right, is, is the classic example. He prayed for 21 days and. You know, and then he got angelic intervention in, in that prophetic prayer. Um, and then, you know, there's there's even a practical uh, reason for 21 days. I've, I, I work backwards from from a guy, Maggie, that works 50 hours a week, married with kids, has, you know, you know, church responsibilities, a hobby. You know, there's lots to do. And, and men have to battle this thing about bandwidth and lack of margin. OK, yeah. so. Um, and so, you know, uh, I, I, I create it within that context that anybody and everybody can totally do that. And, and then lastly, I call it a microcosm. It makes sense because, you know, three weeks, um, it's a real short amount of time, less than three months. But it's it's a microcosm of life because you have a, you know, a, a week one, you start strong. Week two, you stay strong. Week one, you finish strong. Yeah. OK. And that's like life in a, in a marriage or a marathon. Right. And so, you know. With, with a marriage, you know, and you know this, I was at your wedding when you married that wonderful man, Kevin, right? You know, that's the day, that's the start. And then, you know, but then you have to stay part, to stay married or stay in a marathon, you know. Um, and then, you know, in a marathon, there's, you know, the finish line, that's that's one event, that's just a day. Right. But there's that middle about staying in the messy middle and, and being consistent and persistent is what I think I can help people do by giving them incremental wins and baby steps using a 21 day challenge framework. I love it. I love it. And so ladies, if you're listening to this and you're going, oh my gosh, I need that too. Listen, when the men sign on to that and as they're leading their families, they can share this information with you. They can do devotions even with you. I know it's geared towards men, but we benefit from what our husbands are exposed to. And guys, let me just talk to you for just a moment. Okay. Look right here, right here, right here. Okay. Your ladies never see you more sexy than when you're being spiritual. Okay, so you need to do this challenge this weekend. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And if you really want to give your wife a really good present, sign up for the 21 day challenge. It starts in March. And this is something, David, you know, you talked about the man that works 50 hours a week and got kids and so busy. Anyone can do this. Right. Talk about how how this is condensed and empowered to get them through it. So talk about that for the man that's going. I don't have time for that. Well, you know, you know, uh, men. 
we, we've got this this gap, you know, because we we know we know what to do, but we don't always do what we do. And I'm talking to me, you know. We sure. know we ought to eat better, but we don't always eat better. We know we ought to exercise more, but maybe not so much. We know we ought to read our Bible every single day, but sometimes it's hit or miss for some of us. So there's this gap between knowing and doing. And what this 21 Day Challenge does, it, it helps you to close that gap. And really, we just break it down to make it so simple. Look, three things. Start where you're at. Use what you have, do what you can. This is a great place to begin a transformation in your life, you know? And so what we do, Meg, is we just focus on three things, you know, one vital relationship, two emerging habits, and three special projects. And I'll break that down for your audience. Number one is one vital relationship. Hey, you know what? We need, there's probably a lot of people in our lives we need to shore up our relationship with. But if you if, if I said three things, nobody would do it at all. So you, just one vital relationship that the Holy Spirit tells you you need to work on. Could be yeah. your wife, could be, you know, a stepson or someone you're having conflict with. Secondly, two emerging habits. I, I don't know the men in your listening audience, but here's what I do know, that there's something every man needs to stop doing immediately. And there's another thing he needs to start doing right away. Okay. So the way we can do that is we can, you just write that down in the challenge. Look, I need to stop drinking, stop, you know, drinking Dr. Pepper and start drinking more water, that kind of stuff. And just put that down and get those short-term memories into the long-term. Uh, and then thirdly, it's three special projects, you know, on day 7, 14 and 21. I just want guys to get a win, uh, you know, and, and for you married guys, man, this is your honeydew list. Just do something for your wife. You've talked about Valentine's Day. Yeah. Say, look, I'm for three weeks. I'm going to be focusing on becoming a better husband, a better father, uh, a better, you know, person of faith. OK, I'm going to actually diligently work on that a little bit. Um, and, and what those wins do is they build momentum. Men need wins and wins could be an acronym that says what's important now. Well, I'll tell you, the people in your life are important. You want to improve those relationships, but let's get it out of the I wish and I dream category. Let's get it into the, you know, I'm going to put practical application on this. You know, I just want to look into the camera and said, men, stop trying to be a man of God and start training to be a man of God. Okay. That's good. There's a big difference between trying to be a better husband and training to be a better husband, between trying to be a better father and training to be a better father. Listen, to get what you've never got, you're going to have to do what you've never done before. That's right. And just, you got to step out to find out. Okay. That's Peter right. did it on the water. And you say, well, I may fail. Well, you know what? I'd rather be a wet water walker than a dry boat sitter any day. That's right. And the end of that. Wow. Wow. Can you tell us a little bit, uh, you know, about the stats as far as, you know, people, you know, even going through change or trying to develop a new habit like exercise, for example, you mentioned that. So I know you're a triathlete. And so the training process is just like anything worth having is going to require your effort and your time. Talk about that, David. Well, it's funny you mentioned stats because, um, there's three things that that I, probably everyone in general, but men in particular, and I am somewhat qualified to talk about being a man because I am male. But, you know, we need to be more than male. We need to be a man, not just a man, but a man of God. Come on, now, preach it. Preach it. Come on. And, and men need th at least three things to happen to them before that they'll change. Uh, John Maxwell says, you know, men have to hurt bad enough. They have to or hungry enough. They want to either one to, to change. And the first thing they need is disruption. 
A man will not change unless disruption occurs in their life. And, and I'll tell you why. Maggie, here, here's my theory on that. Number one is men are going to do whatever they want to do. Why? Because we're rebellious by nature. We get that from our father, Adam. He knew better and he just flat out rebelled against God. OK, and we inherited that in, in that part of our nature that we fight against. And the second thing is that a man's going to do pretty much what he's always he's always done. And he's pretty going to pretty much get what he's always got. Because there's this there's paradox in, inside of us that we 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 resist change, but we crave variety. OK, and there's this tension between those two. But a man must have disruption or I'm telling you, he's not going to change. The second thing a man needs is focused energy. He's got to have focused energy because where focus goes, power flows. And I'll tell you what, to be quite honest with you, men aren't very good at focusing uh, because we're too splattered and scattered and distracted. And listen, you know, uh, you know, our mobile devices are not helping. I mean, they yeah. are designed with algorithms to keep you engaged and distracted through notifications and the whole gamut. To that, that's the whole, you know, way that they're designed to do it. Um, right. uh, and so we need focus. It's like a magnifying glass. You know, if you were to take a napkin in a sunny day and you were to do this over a napkin, what would happen, Maggie? Well, see, here's I, now you do this with guys. But if you I mean, focus, if you focus, see, you get fired. <laughs> nothing, nothing would happen if I took the magnifying glass over the napkin on a Sunday day like this. But if I ever do this, yeah, just yeah. for a little bit, yeah, I can right. cause the sun's rays to to ignite and combust that napkin. And this is what men need. They need to just they need they need number three, and they need a simple plan. That's right. Focus their energy, uh, a simple plan. And uh, in fact, I would say that if it's not simple, it's not, a, you know, God's not in it because men aren't going to do it. They're not going to do it unless it's simple. So I've created a simple plan to help men start strong, stay strong, finish strong. I call it a 21 day challenge. It's to help them to get, you know, to move forward in their faith, their fitness, their family and their finances. And who doesn't want those things? Well, we all want those things, but you've got to stop tra just trying. You've got to start training to get those things. You know, the things that you do and, you know, the little subtle things you do in private are, are that nobody sees or become, you know, you know, later the things that people see that everybody wants. So true, David. And I'm so glad that the 21 day challenge does that because that's exactly what it is. It is a roadmap to success uh, because we know most people know I need to make a change, but they don't know how to take all of this and bring it into this and getting their eyes focused on the Lord to where true change comes from. You can only behavior modification will only take you so far. You need an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is designed for practical stuff. Like you said, your, your fitness and your family and your finances, this is all practical stuff that we deal with every day, but it's very important to the Lord and incredibly should be very important to you. So I'm challenge all of you men out there. And I know you're listening. I know you're watching because I've checked my YouTube stats and I don't know why there's so many of y'all in here, but y'all need to be doing this. This will literally change your life. And I love that you quoted that, you know, where focus uh, goes, power flows, you know, <laughs> Tony Robbins, you know, one of the greatest uh, motivational speakers of all time will tell you this, you know, he's coined by that phrase and getting people to take action. Faith is action, y'all. You can listen to this and you can say, wow, David's got a really good program and I wish I had time to do it and I, I probably should do it and then go on about your day. Stop. Just stop right there. 
after you get off this broadcast, I encourage you to go and sign up and, uh, and you will be blown away when you get on this website. I mean, there is so many resources on there. You can download free books that are going to help you and encourage you. And, you know, I don't care if you're working 60 hours a week, give God the focus and take the time. What's the average time a day? And I know for different men, it will be different because some will want to go really deep and stay in there a long time. But let's say for the man who says that he doesn't have time to do this, how long can would they need to commit? What would they need to pencil in on their Sure. Calendar? That's a great question, Maggie. You know, back to our guy that works 50 hours a week and has, you know, all these other responsibilities going on. Listen, no matter how busy we are, it doesn't release us from the obligation to become a fully developing follower of Jesus, to become a man of God and to fulfill God's plan for our life. You know, we, the Bible says we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, give an account for the things done in the body, whether good or bad. We right. have to appear before the Bema seat of Christ. And what's the stewardship? You know, the question is not going to be, what did you do? But what did you do with what I gave you? Right. And so to your question, what is it? You know, uh, see, my challenge as a, as a content creator is to make a challenge challenging, but not make it too challenging. Right. <laughs> nobody will do it. So what I've done is I've created um you know, uh, a 21 day challenge. I call it my launch challenge, hundred percent free, hundred percent virtual online, that kind of thing right through your device. But you can, you read, review, respond, read, review, respond. Okay. You read, I partner with live church and you version. I'm a raving crazy fan nut for you version. I mean, my streaks like almost 900 days in a row. I'm, uh, but we read a five minute devotion from you version geared towards, uh, the start, stay, and finish strong theme. Secondly, review. This is a video for me, 21 videos for me, where I'm speaking from my life into your life. You know, I'm opening, you know, giving you a backstage pass into how Pastor David rolls. You know, here's my prayer life. Here's how I've renamed the streets in my neighborhood so I can kind of keep my prayer thing going and just taking every every hack and tip and tool that I've learned, you know, being in ministry for 30 years. And uh, what can I do to, to hand this over to you. Okay. So that's the review video. And then there's a respond time. I've written a, a companion planner uh, called the My Launch Challenge Planner, where they can have a minute reflection and they can, you know, write their motivations and their goals and they can have a weekly review and a weekly preview, you know, and things that men generally don't do that you look out, let's let's plan the week. Just a few things we're going to do with our one vital relationship, our two emerging habits and our three special projects. And then at the end of the week, let's do an after action review, look in the rearview mirror, metaphorically speaking, and say, well, how did we do? Where did I kind of, you know, uh, where do I need to tweak and adjust for week two so that I can just begin to get tighter and sharper and I can get those wins. I can build that momentum. Listen, it's all about momentum, Maggie. If you'll take if man, if man will take a half hour of power, a half an hour. I call it the half hour power to do a 21 day challenge, something consistently for 21 days in a row. Okay. What that does is one day builds upon the next day upon the next and you build momentum. And listen, momentum is a man's best friend. It's like compound interest working for you. If you take like a train with three engines and a hundred cars behind it. Okay. And that thing is going down the railroad tracks at 55 miles an hour. Do you know you, do you know what you call that? Unstoppable. On top, you can't. Uh, Denzel, well, we, uh, uh, Washington did a new movie called that about a train out of control. You you can put cows and cars and trucks and 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 a ten foot concrete thing in front of it, and the train 
going 55 miles an hour with 100 cars, it's not going to stop. Why? Momentum. Men need momentum. And in this challenge, it just I've seen it happen with hundreds of men over many years. It's proven. It's field tested. It just flat works. I can't explain it other than the Lord blesses it, breathes on it. See, when a man seeks God, he finds him. When he draws near to God, God draws near to him. And when he calls to God, God answers him and shows him great and mighty things he doesn't know. Okay, but it, uh, the ball is in our court. It's like Stephen Furtick says. He says, you know, God will go before you, but he will not go for you. That's right. And that's why I'm just, you know, this new thing that in my heart that's really resonating with me is stop trying to, uh, to you know, be, be the man of God that he wants you to be and start training to be the man of God. And it's going to go right into the word of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Jesus said, and then everything else is going to fall into place. So if we front load a spiritual life development plan, a spiritual perspective, and invite the Holy Spirit of God into, you know, uh, you know, I, when, when the man becomes better, everybody wins. That's right. That's everybody true. wins. When a man, you know, becomes the real authentic person that God created him to be. And this is not the tool, but it is one tool right. in, a, in a man's discipleship toolbox, Maggie, that gets the ball down the field and get some points on the board uh, and gets him in community with a tribe of men that are of like faith. And so it's super easy to do. And uh, I hope that men will consider doing that. And ladies, listen, there's a man in your life, a younger man, an older man, whoever that you know might could benefit from this. So share, uh, share this, uh, this content with them. Yes, absolutely. And do it quickly because it starts March the 1st and you want to make sure that you get registered right away, secure your spot. And if you are a small group leader and you're looking for something to challenge those that you lead, or if you are a pastor and you're wanting to challenge your staff, it, you know, whatever the case may be, you really, this is something worth looking into and definitely worth doing. I know I, I'm just going to brag on my husband for a minute. My husband is a devout man of God. I mean, he, he, he's, he, he, puts me to shame sometimes when I try to keep up with him spiritually as far as his devotion life. And, you know, I've been walking with the Lord like a whole lot longer than him, but it's because he is so passionate. And I was talking to him about this, David, he's signing up. He's like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and he is like super busy. Okay. I'm talking 12 hours a day, an hour commute to work and an hour commute back. So if he can squeeze it into his day, you can too. And you will be so blessed by the benefits of it. And it's like, you know, David said the anything you do is better than nothing else you know I mean you have got to get in there and develop this way of living because you are setting the standard for the future generations your sons and your daughters are looking at you men they're looking at you they're looking at what does a devotional life look like and I can tell you firsthand that the more you stay connected with the Holy Spirit and, and being living a devotional life. And that's really what this is. It's 21 days of devoting specific focused energy on God and responding. I love that you have the respond piece in there because we can ingest a lot, but we don't always process it, you know, and that is so incredibly important. So this is vital. So, you know, I love, can you talk about the three domains about, you know, the intimacy with the Lord, and uh, the places, so to speak? Yeah, you know, there are three domains in our lives that uh, that are really, really important. The first one is the secret place. We get that yeah. from Psalm 91, he who dwells in the 
secret place of the Most High, right? Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It's that, it's that daily time with God. Okay, it's whatever you call it, devotions, quiet time, right. you know, daily meeting with God. It's, it's that meeting in the secret place with God um, that, that really is, this determines who you are in the second domain, which is the gathering place. Yes. And I would call this the, you know, your, your church and family life, your church family, your by a lot, you know, your immediate family and your extended family in the gathering place. They all know who you are based on who you've been, you know, in the secret place. What is God saying to you? And, you know, God's able to correct us and, you know, uh, convict us and all of that. I mean, that manifests in the gathering place. And then who we are there, we're sent down into the public place. Okay. This is Walmart. This is, you know, at the gym, you know, at work. And, and, you know, in our culture and community. So the secret place, the gathering place and, you know, the, the, the public place. And, but you got it all goes back to you hearing the voice of God for yourself and you getting into the word until the word gets into you. And as you begin to change, you know, your mindset changes, your mouth changes, and then your behavior begins to change. And please don't ever underestimate the value of one person's prayers one person's uh, witness and testimony. You know, we're in a culture that, you know, it's a lot's going on here, but you know what? We can, we can, the government of God shows up when we do. We can set the tone through our attitude and through our words, and we could come at things with an opposite spirit. People are angry. Look, we're going to be calm. People are negative. We're going to be positive. You know, people are ugly. We're going to be very respectful and honor people. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, David. I love that because this is something so valuable. So I hope that you guys will share this out with your sphere of influence because somebody needs to hear these words of encouragement. Someone needs to take action. And, you know, faith without works is dead. So you have got to do something if you're going to get something. And if you've been kind of stagnant in your walk, and we all get there, we all get in those dry places where we need the splashing of the water of the Holy Spirit on our lives. So I encourage you, this is for you, if that's you. If you are already, um, you know, spending time walking with the Lord and, and so forth, this is for you because guess what? You get to bring a buddy along. You know, when you go to the gym, you can you can work out longer if you got somebody talking to you on the treadmill, if you got an accountability person. So you can call up that person that you've been mentoring, that person you've been coaching, that person who know you know that needs to go deeper and they need a breakthrough in their life. You can call them up and do it together in a buddy system, right, David? You know, getting them to go together, right? You know, you know, Levi Lusco has listened to a podcast. Well, this was on the U version um uh uh, Bible app the other day, he gave an illustration real quick. He said, you know, Legos, right? We've all stepped on a Lego and it hurts, you know? He said, but if you have two Legos, Maggie, there's 24 possible configurations you could put those two together, okay? If you have three Legos, it's 1,060 different possible ways you can put that together. If you have six Legos, it's 915 million different possibilities crazy. that those can go through. What, do I, what am I saying? I'm saying you need, I need, we need community. Yes, yes. We need, a, you know, men need a band of brothers. They yeah. need an accountability partner. They need an inner circle, yeah. right? You know, we need another. In fact, every man needs four types of men. And I want to be one of these kind of men. They need a Paul, which is a mentor who's yes. a, you know, who will help coach them a little bit. I, I want to do that virtually. 
The second kind of man every man needs is they need a Barnabas. You need a buddy. You need a guy to pat you on the back when you're doing good and kick you in the seat of the pants when you can do better. Okay, this is the guy that says, David, I love you, but your breath stinks so bad it could kickstart a 747, okay? We need that guy. Number three, you need a Nathan. You've got to have a Nathan in your life who will call you out on your blind spots and your sin. And when you're not doing right, you need that guy. Don't get offended at him. He's your friend. And the last kind of guys you need, every man needs a Timothy. Yes. You need to reproduce yes. the character of Christ that's forming in you in the life of someone else. You've got to pa- pass it on. You've got to pass the baton to the next yes. generation of leaders, all right? Yes. So, so yeah. valuable. So valuable. You know, the Lord has spoken to me a lot about passing on the baton as we get older. And, I, you know, we're we're. Um, I'm not going to say we're older, we're, we're mature, you know, gray hair and all. Uh, I recently, I did a, an event called Confidence and it was such a blessing, David, because I got to the, the girls, the young women that I poured into, I got to turn around and they were my speakers. It was so cool, you know? And so that is, we do need all of those people in our lives. And I seek out those people in my life. And I want you to, to as well, because we do better together. Community is where people heal. Community is where people help. And community is going to literally change your life. It's the banana that gets stealed away from the bunch that gets eaten. So if you are out there trying to do life on your own, you definitely need to get into this quickly, quickly. Okay. Don't be, don't be just going and attending your church and not getting plugged in or going and not finding people that are going to sharpen you. Okay. Iron sharpens iron. We do better together. Get signed up today today. Okay. And I'm telling you, your wife will be very happy tomorrow when you say, here's your flowers, here's your candy. And by the way, babe, I'm going to spend 21 days focusing on being a better husband. Come on, women, get real. Okay. You're watching this on Facebook. Put that in the chat stream. Would that not minister to you? Knowing that, I mean, I am incredibly blessed to have a man of God in my household who covers me so well, because for many years, I didn't have that. I didn't, you know, I didn't even know what that looked like. And so I'm telling you men that whenever you go deep with Jesus, it changes everything. So whether you're a new believer, whether you're a mature believer, doesn't matter. You need to hook up with David. So David is, if there was a key that you could leave the audience with, what would that key be? Well, well, let me tell the, 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 uh, the men and the ladies uh, a link that they can go to and they can share. It's easy. It's myvirtualmentor.org backslash launch. Everything, everything is on one landing page that you need to know. Myvirtualmentor.org backslash launch. Yes. Okay. And, and the thing I would love to leave your, uh, your viewers with is this. It's just really resonating with me right now is let's let's stop trying to be better and start training to be better. Yeah, that's so good. You know, uh, just that. And um, I just think that's a that's a, a rhema word for me, maybe for someone listening. Stop trying. Start training. Let's close that gap between knowing and doing. And listen, to get what you've never got, you're going to need to do what you've never done. And this could be the next right thing for someone listening today. I believe that, David. I do believe that. And I know that even the word trying, you know, basically means that there's an element of failure. And when you train, you're preparing. And I want the Lord to prepare in me. 
you know what I'm saying? A, a place mm -hmm. of where, you know, the Holy Spirit can flow with me. So if you're watching this, go and get signed up today. There's the link for you if you're watching this on TV. Uh, if you're in a chat stream, if you're watching this, you know, on uh, if you're watching on Periscope, please go over to my Facebook and get the link as well. If you did not get that written down, we'll put that in there. And I encourage you to share this. Maybe you're going, OK, this isn't the season for me or I, you know, I'm not a man. Share it with someone that you know and love. David, I want to thank you for taking your time to come on the broadcast and share with them about the upcoming 21 day challenge and all that they can see at the myvirtualmentor.org forward slash launch. Yes. Thank you, thank David. You, thank you so much. And thanks to your audience. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. We'll see you next time here on Keys to Your Best Life.